and B talks. Um, how's everybody doing? Um, Goose Fraba. Doing good, man, actually. I'm Reggie. <laughs> I'm Brian. Woohoo. In case they didn't know. In case those that have watched this didn't figure out who we were in the first <laughs> what? 28 episodes. I must say that's completely different than what we normally, uh, but but I'm in a kind of a goofy, weird mood today. Me too. I'm a little bit off today. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I think it's the weather. It's not, it's like seven degrees outside. I know. It's not possible to be serious in seven degrees. And I like, I've, I've spent all day, well, not all day. Like I, I, uh, I was up really late last night playing farming simulator. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just a thing, man. I can't help it. I can't help it. Farm simulator, yeah, farming simulator role. It's, it's just you just simulate farming. Oh yeah, like you create your own field. You can create your own fields. You get your own tractors. And you do you do your own crops. They have animals and stuff. So I mean, you can you do all this stuff, right? And it's it's. I mean, it's not even. It's it. Look, it's not real, but it's just it's. I don't know. For some reason, it's just it caught my attention a while ago and. Uh, I've been playing it for a while on and off. Like it's one of those things where I'll play it for a while and then mm-hmm. you just, you know, put it away or whatever. But yeah, I don't, <laughs> I was trying to figure out some way to cut, cut, uh, completely get rid of a tree without having to like cut it down and chip it up and do those, you know, cause they have mods and stuff. You know, and it's a long story long, but yeah. It, I, I, I need to, I need to speak this back to you just momentarily. So, so you, so you, so you can hear what I heard. Uh huh. <laughs> You had to you had to not use mods on farm simulator. Yep. All right, dude. Yep. I got you, man. It's like cheating in life, bro. Dude, I play I play a game <laughs> called Alice's Merge Land where I'm like the Mad Hatter and I'm merging things together. Like three, six, I, nine, I, twelve. I don't understand 15. the merge thing, bro. I've it's, never I've you know, never got I read into a, that. I read an article that said that playing games that are tactile like that can actually keep you sharper mentally up into a, a later age so i've been trying to do like like puzzle games and well, things puzzles, like that i, I and, love puzzle games but. but you know and but the merges are i do complicated things like i like it's like i'll merge 30 things together so i have to collect 30 things push the right things together like it's just things that'll challenge me mentally um i've been trying to do all right so i, I need to tell our our listening audience something um oh boy I want you guys to understand that I, I, I truly believe that Reggie might be a wizard. I am a wizard. Because he made this coffee, which tastes like butter pecan and the tears of angels. <laughs> you got to understand something, guys. There, You know, you go to Starbucks, stuff like that. You get a coffee. You know what you're looking for. Every time I come, Reggie, like, whips some kind of new, I'm going to do a minute and 30 second pour over and make coffee farts and, 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 and put some butter pecan whippies in there. And then we're going to put that. And, and, and when I taste it, it, it always, it's like, it's like, Oh, it's like my childhood. But Wait see, minute, this, I don't this, want to be like my, this childhood. goes back to what we said before. I don't do anything without going like full bore 400% into it kind of thing. I know. So like when I love coffee, I always love coffee. So like what held me back from doing anything with it, but it was always on my mind was financial stuff. Yeah. So as soon as I became financially able, it was like all bets are off. I'm going to try yeah. this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try, you know, he, it's like know. going, you, you remember in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory 
when they make the overlapping golf stop shirt and I'm talking about the Gene Wilder version where they pull the sheet off and he pulls the lever and there's like the thing going plum plum and all these things are happening. That's watching Reggie make coffee. Yep. It's it's a, it's That's it's truly true, a show, though, dude. All, all I made tonight was a pour over. That's all it is. It's just a pour over, dude. I hit the button on my Ninja coffee maker. A pour I know, over is but like, but anybody who like makes <laughs> anybody who's like a, a, into coffee at like whatsoever will know what a pour over is, and it's it's one of the easiest ways to make coffee. Though the trick to pour over mm-hmm. is ratio to coffee to water, great grind. Thickness, well, kind of any any coffee, the right grind is going to work for that. But it's like water water temperature. But really, when it comes down to like it's blooming the coffee for whatever, it it's really not a matter of like steps that are complicated. It's just figuring out the the intricacies of each step to make that particular coffee taste okay, the best. Okay, okay, so I saw something on the internet, and you can clear it up for me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you have whole bean coffee and you grind it. Grind it all the way through the process once, let it rest, and then grind it a second time, and it'll have more flavor. Is that true? I had never done that. Would that maybe depend on the type of coffee, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Because they weren't very specific. They just said whole bean coffee, right? Yeah, but like. Kind of like Starbucks roasting to the second crack, right? But the second, that see, that's, that's a whole myth, too. That doesn't, the second crack doesn't necessarily equate good coffee depending on the bean. Okay. Look, there's there's all kinds of stuff you could really get nerdy here. So, but let me briefly say, the reason why you want whole whole bean and you grind it at home is so that all the all the oils and stuff that it uh, come from grinding the coffee, you get more of when you ground grind it, and you don't lose that. It's like when you buy ground coffee, you're losing some of that oil, the oils and stuff that you get right after grinding. Okay. Yeah. Also, though, the I, and I, I got to remember all this because I haven't been like that nerdy into coffee for a while. But like, there are gases and stuff that are dealing with when you when you grind coffee that come out, you know, that uh, that happen. So I mean, I don't understand why anybody, no one, no, I've never heard, and this is like being a geek about stuff, grinding coffee twice, and I think that would be bad. Really, why, why do you think that would be bad? Because if you have a good the whole point of grinding the coffee is to get it the right size, consistent size, and and, and you know with what they call like um, near zero um, leftovers. And I forget how they call it that something. But anyway, that's why I have this like you know very expensive grinder over here that I use on my espresso machine because it's like it's a it's a flat burr, which means it's got to don't worry about that right now. But <laughs> it it grinds really consistently and it like. You know, there's near zero retention. There it is, and um, and it, it you know it, it makes my coffee much more consistent between co- coffee to coffee, uh, cup to cup, right? So I only do that once, like because I have a good grinder to do something, right? Now, if you had a crap, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like you're substituting getting a better grinder for doing it twice. I think is what okay. I'm hearing, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I would just get a better grinder. My grinder's like a hey woo. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, but but you're not a coffee nerd, dude. I mean, I am when I'm at your house. Well, that's, <laughs> but I'm saying you would. I don't. I don't think you would. You would take up coffee and go like, you know what? I'm a. I'm a. You know, follow these guys on YouTube and stuff. What I would do is I would master one type of coffee really well. Yeah, and then I would just hang in that niche until I just couldn't drink it anymore. But see, the key to good, great coffee is being able to. Uh, like try different things, try different methods, try different ratios. 
Okay. Because there's a crap ton of coffee, right? From different regions and different roasts and all this stuff. Yeah, that's for sure. So, so like, you know, I, it's not like I've tried all the coffee. No way. But, you know, I've, I've I found a couple of them I really like, and I've, I've messed with them enough to know that I'm, I want to use this many grams with this much water and whatever. So and, what you're saying is it would be foolish to grind your coffee twice. I believe that's exactly what I was saying. You you have to have liked the segue, man. That was we were on to <laughs> something else, but you missed your you missed your boat. But okay, the anyway. the it is foolish to grind your. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to make it. You you I, tried. I'll I, give I you. Just, credit. I just laughed because it was you, funny. You, it was funny. We're not there yet. Here, okay, because there's something else. Okay, lay we, it on we me. have to talk about because I, I thought I thought I think it's freaking fascinating. Lay it, lay it on me, bro. NASA actually unveiled their X five nine supersonic jet. Okay, yes, I, I this week right? I did see a little something about that. Yeah, and it's freaking just amazingly cool. It I is. Think. It is. It is. I will say that it's one of those things that I'm like. It's awesome, but does that really need to be our priority at this point? Well, okay, look, look, we know here. Here's what like the Concord was wicked cool. Always looked at the even like as a kid, like yeah, you know, I wanted a model of the Concord kind of thing because it was just a really cool looking plane yeah. and how it worked and everything else. But like, um, when. But it, unfortunately, that got decommissioned before I even got to where I was flying internationally for business and stuff, because that would have been just off the charts cool um, to do. Uh, so, so, but the the to, to me, from business travel perspective, if if that can save, like, if I were to be on the road again, mm-hmm. having a supersonic flight from like the east coast to the west coast, I would just be. It, it would it would totally change how my that, week goes. That would be, I mean, I can see how too that that might, you know, streamline air travel in general, right? Like, you know, it cuts down your flight time, dude. Yeah. I mean, by a lot, but also too, transporting of goods. Like, if you get to that, you know, it, it gets there, and you're like transporting even for medical stuff for all this. I mean, very true. You're talking about a whole lot of things that can happen over a greater distance because you're cutting the time down considerably, right? So I think that's why it's it's so cool. But I think we're way away though from that becoming uh passenger travel. Yeah, I don't I yeah. think I think we're pretty far away from that cuz I mean they're still there I don't well I I don't even know if they've done a test flight yet for Well, if I would say they've probably had it up in the air. I don't know. For how long I don't know. I don't know. It'd be hard to not have it up in the air a little bit before you told the world about it, right? I like, don't well, no, I mean cuz they're unveiling their new jet. They're probably going to go. I don't. I don't know how they do that. I'm not an aeronautics, you know, yeah, in that business. But, but what what I what I, f- I find fascinating though is like they, they've been working on this problem for decades. Yeah. I mean, like, and really because, and a lot of people don't understand. Like, and, and hell, I, even me, I don't really quite get it. But when the when a supersonic when somebody a jet's flying supersonic speeds, it's it's not like it's only hitting a sonic boom at one time it's like always doing a sonic boom yeah um and in like all these waves are like 
gathering and merging at the back. That's what gets the boom is this merging at the, at the back of the plane. I had no idea about that until I was reading about like how they're trying to combat, com- combat that thing. Um, cause I, you know, that's why in like 1973, they said it couldn't, you couldn't fly supersonic over the, you know, uh, residential areas and stuff because it, people were like, you know, cracking their windows and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> booming that everywhere. Could be, that could be a problem. But, but it's, it's, it's just fascinating to me though. This, but it, this, this really long nose, narrow, there's no cockpit on the, or the, the cockpit doesn't have like a window on the front. It's instead got like all these, they had to especially invent new sensors and ways to see on this panel and all this stuff. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of technology you had to go through there. And you're right. It's like, is that really where, you know, but I, this brings me to why I'm not only is that cool, but the thought of like innovation and like how that is happening this in today. Um, My concern with innovation and what's going on is that it's, there's it's only for profit okay well, yeah. yeah like like we don't see anybody it's it's really not like altruistically developing new technologies for just the sake of helping people or, or whatever and, and i'm sure there is don't give me I'm, before somebody says i'm sure there are like few segments here but either they're being held back by profiteering buffoons or it's just not getting the limelight because of all the others you know what i'm saying it's just it seems like we're we're way into this that way. Well, I will also say this, that for a while, I haven't seen really outside of AI, which I say outside of AI as if that's not a big deal, that um, America's kind of been behind the curve on innovation for a while, right? On certain fronts, you know, I mean, militarily, we're always kind of at the top of the curve. Um, but, you know, I mean, we did I remember when we used to see things and get excited about them because, you know, American ingenuity, right? American innovation. And we just don't see a lot of it anymore. You know, you know, but I can tell you my theory is because you have BlackRock, Vanguard, those kind of places who owns like the vast majority of corporate America. Yeah. And then you get, you get all that push towards what makes them money. I mean, that's really what it is. It's like you've had hedge funds and all these like big groups like that, that have just taken over a lot of the stuff, dude. And it's just all about pushing profit. Fair enough. Right? I mean, you, you talk about, sense. you, you brought up before that one episode about the pharmaceutical stuff. I mean, just look at that kind of crap, how even hospitals are making decisions based on what they get paid more. Yeah. And administratively, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that's what and, I'm saying. And the doctors aren't making the decisions. It's no. the it's the pharmaceutical managers right. that are are making the decisions. So I mean that's not, that, that's know. where I'm going. It's like any innovation anymore is either being held back by other ways to make money, or it's like it just seems that's the. I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying the vast majority of what we're what I see anyway is from that profit perspective, not from a let let's help people kind of thing. You know. Well, that's kind of why I kind of I got behind Elon Musk a little bit because. Elon's like, I'm going to make innovation. I'm going to be transparent, you know, with what he did with Twitter, now X, you know, trying to, you know, I kind of got, I mean, some of his ideas are a little wonky, like a subway underground, you know, this under all of California for the cars. and, and But if you look at the general innovation that Elon's come across with, with SpaceX and with, you know, uh, you know tesla and taking over twitter he's kind of in my mind a little bit old school about innovating without really a concern for 
public acceptance. I just want to make really cool things like the new that new uh, Tesla truck. It's kind of a beast, man. Dude, I, I, look, I, I even looked at it. I was like, I saw the truck. I'm like, okay, that looks like a Matchbox car I would have played with when I was a kid. Yeah. I got to have it. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's there's like, no way. No way. And it's not like I could have, well, it was pretty pricey anyway, but like, yeah, it was already sold out within like three hours or something. With well, thing. I mean, but, but he just he just strikes me as the kind of guy who's like, I'm going to make what I want to make. I'm going to make cool things I like, and I hope everybody else likes them. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I appreciate the uh, SpaceX stuff that he's he does. I think that's pretty cool. But I I still find it weird. Speaking of space and stuff, that that we haven't been back to the moon. It's for like since the early seventies or something. Well, according to some of our, uh, we've never been there. Our left wing lunatics, we've never been there. I don't know, bro. Because it it you, you know why why haven't we? I mean, at the same token, why would we? Yeah, my question is, why would we? I mean, once <laughs> you once we? you figure out the moon's not made of cheese and you dance on it a little bit, what else are you going to do? It's not like you're going to move there. I, I don't know. I mean, right? Know, I mean, unless they colony. plan on colonizing the moon, <laughs> it, 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 there's no real reason to the go moon back to the moon. Colony, man. Yeah, I live on the moon. <laughs> Dude, I would so live on the moon, man. If they had like, I would just do it just because. Yeah, I got to go hang out on the moon. People be like, where you live? On the moon. On the moon. Be hard to get home for Thanksgiving though. Twenty two thirty four, East Broad Street. <laughs> moon. Planet Moon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the zip code? One. Because you'd be the first people there. <laughs> be it. Yeah, I don't know, but, but that'd be um, cool. no, like I, I've I I have had concerns about that over the last few years. It just seems to me. Not even the profitability thing, because I mean, look, dude, as long as there is a a whole billionaire that can take advantage of the general public, they're going to be there. Right. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, just, but I'm just worried about innovation in general. I remember when America was leading the way on everything. We were just out there just yeah, just trying to build better everything. And now we are the butt into the pig bro like we're not even I mean, that's not true we, we do there are some industries comparatively right like we used to lead every industry well, well, you think yeah, about but it I mean, right and and i feel like we could still do that if if we weren't regulated out the yoohoo well and here's where it's moved from an industrial majority to a service majority okay there. so because of the labor cost overseas like the industri industry industry complex of like industrial complex have moved that way right to like yeah. this is how we're going to manufacture it. we're going to do it over there because it costs us this much this blah 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 we can keep you know we can put we can our talents in, whatever but actually our consultative like service oriented businesses and stuff that we have in america that's what has still remained high and they accelerated some right yeah so so we've moved in our country to from a industrial like make our own stuff, production type of stuff into a more consultative service oriented business. That is more what we're doing now. I don't think we should be one or the other. I think you have to have both if you're, but, but this goes back to like the globalization of everything, but okay. We're not getting all that. Cause that'll, yeah, that'll that's, end up. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Oh my God. So before we get into stuff, let's hear from our sponsor. Yeah. Brian. Sponsor. Take it away. Are you a small business or solo entrepreneur looking for more of our presence online? Technology is ever-changing, and with more and more people spending most of their time on screens, it's important to have your brand out and about 
getting the most exposure possible. Worried about not having a big budget for website design or social media? At Edwards Managed Technology Computer Consulting, we cater to every business or solar entrepreneur's individual needs to come up with a plan that works for your product and your wallet. Interested in learning about how we can manage your online presence so that you can spend your time doing what you love to do instead? Visit www.emtcc.net to make an appointment or give us a call at 1-888-551-2770. Mention R&B Talks for 10% off your appointment. Remote and on-site options available. All right, we're back. We, we got sponsored. Now we're back. All right, look, before we get into talking about foolish things, one foolish thing in particular I really want to talk about. Okay, go for it. The absolute overabundance of sex workers online. Agreed. It's what it seems like. I'm not saying they are, but look. Well, dude, look. It, 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 I, I am convinced if you're on Instagram or Facebook – and you identify as a male, let's put that precursor in there. You are bombarded. There. Regardless of what you look at, you are bombarded with images of half-naked, three-quarter-naked, 89%-naked chicks doing, sometimes just doing stupid stuff. Like, nobody wants to watch it, you know, do cartwheels in, in, in the swamp with nothing but your socks on. Nobody wants to watch that. Oh, there, there is. Well, there's idiots that do, but, but but it's look. I understand there would be some of that, right? Yeah. But it just seems like it is just out of control. How and and look, this is my my. Let me let me say this. This comes from my Instagram feed. What I follow, pipe and cigar stuff. I follow like, um, some preaching, uh, uh, some apologetic stuff, some Liberty University stuff. That's that's what I follow, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, stuff like that. So, and that's all that I've, I've never searched for any term related to a a sexualized image of. I've I've, I've not done well. I should that not never, but I'm saying over the last like you know fifteen years, yeah. whatever. I've never gone hot, whatever, or 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 um, whatever the hell you would do. I d- I don't do that, right? But mm-hmm. yet, if I hit the as soon as I hit that. My magnifying glass, the search mm-hmm. on Instagram. The only thing that fills that freaking thing before I type in everything is just freaking women in scantily clad stuff. What talking about whatever? I think it's a conspiracy. You want, would you like me to explain? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Um, without going into tons of you know in minutia, the the I think it's to control men um, because if you look at Men who constantly look at porn, men who constantly look at uh, sexualized images, testosterone levels drop. They they fall out. They men actually it's been proven that at a certain point men lose their sex drive due to these images, right? Like they go back. It's overstimulus. It's overstimulus. Yeah. So I think there is a there is a concerted effort to weaken the male species men in general i think that it is a form of control i think it's a form of you know and i'm look dude there's not a man i know that hasn't looked at a scantily clad woman including myself at one point in their life 
right? I get it, mm. but it's it's this it's another way of controlling the alpha male. And and what I mean by the alpha male is is testosterone, masculinity, all those things are being dampened by these images that are I think are intentionally being flushed into our systems. I mean, think about it. You can't open a magazine anymore. No. You know, without there being some chick in there with their cleavage hanging out all over the place. And, you know, it, 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 you can't go to a gym anymore without there being nine chicks in there that are barely covered and it's considered normal. You know, um, th- these things, I, I believe this is intentional. I believe this is an intentional, an intentional attack on the male species. Well, I wouldn't disagree, but I I would say this, like uh, it, it's any heterosexual man likes that. Okay. That's not so. So in other words, it's not that I'm we, me or you are saying that these women, we, we don't like those images. That That's the problem. We do. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are things we're wired to be attracted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, there's, there's a real big one here that I think <clears throat> like when I, I Okay, let me say this. I I used to be wicked porn addict. I mean, because you know when you grew up, where how we did, you know, you'd find uh find your 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 whosoever's stash of Playboys or something that yep. at an early age, and you get hooked on that stuff, and then well, poof, now you have the internet, which now you can find all kinds of. You don't have to pay for it anymore. You well, can, yeah, and let's be clear too. Um, there's a lot of people out there that like to argue about what the definition of porn is. Porn is Playboy is porn. Sure it is. Penthouse is definitely porn. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know. But the the, where I was going with this though is like, if you I had to I had to do some research into it because I was concerned about a lot of things. Because like when you first like okay for for instance when I was (sighs) my first marriage. I was still dealing with that kind of thing. And I still did still looking at it and everything else while I wasn't married. Cause I didn't see any wrong. No one just, there wasn't anything wrong with it in terms like you had, you have people telling you that it's okay. And you still do today, by the way, um, that, you know, all the stuff. And then after that marriage failed, I really came back to my roots of, and finding, you know, my walk with Christ at, at a much more deeper level and all this stuff. One of the first things I wanted to do was figure out, okay, look, I have a problem. I know I do. I feel it. it you know, um, I'm supposed to follow Jesus. I don't think he's, he nowhere says that this is okay. Um, what, let me, let me look into the psycholo- psychology of like what, what porn does. To, and there was, so I read like a number of books and because a man, your brain is wired to not only accept those, but it'll actually keep, it'll rewire your brain to mm-hmm. do, to see, see women a certain way and to, to feel a certain way and all this kind of stuff. And, um, it really has a detrimental effect on your mental acuity. I mean, it just does. Right. So, so overall it was like, okay, I see this is just really not cool. Um, and, and from a religious like perspective, from a Christ followers perspective, it is not okay. <laughs> so, it was one of those concerted efforts that I've, and it's not like I never look, it's still there. It's like any addiction. Like it's still like I feel pulled to that material, but I'm choosing not to engage in that stuff anymore. Right. So it's, it's just like any other thing, but what, what, 
it goes beyond just Instagram and stuff. The Instagram and like Facebook and TikToks and all that stuff are really the they're like the now of where billboards and stuff, magazine articles and stuff have been for a long time over sexualization of the women. Um, so regardless if it's like a, 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 a real true um, concerted effort to damage men, which it probably is, it's still like, it, you know, it's just, it's just really upsetting to me that we, we all this, and especially with all this women empowerment crap, you know, how is that? You're you're not getting empowered. Yeah, that's not empowering. You're you're actually just making it to where an average female who doesn't look like a model mm-hmm. is going to be it, shunned. Yeah, because all these dudes are used to looking at all this these pros who that's all they do is their body and they use it. So that's my that's another problem. I mean, I would look. I would never have had some of the relationships I've had with women had I not got rid of that stuff um and moved on because i would have always been looking for a particular physical appearance mm-hmm. but at, at, you know honest to god the best thing that ever happened to me was realizing that that is not <laughs> that is so not it and i need to look at other things and look deeper into that that has saved my ass i think and that's why i have the wife i have now because she's freaking awesome well and and that's something i'll say is you know one of the things that i'm most enjoy about my wife is that she's very conservative in the way she dresses and i don't mean like she's like you know wears long sleeve shirts and long pants all the time but she's never attempting to show off those things and i think man if you really want your relationship to work and and i this goes back to our int- intimacy. Yeah, this goes too. back to our intimacy episode. This is, you really have to have that thing that's just between you and your wife, you and your spouse, right? You do. Like, like, I don't, I believe that if you have a healthy relationship, then you don't really feel a need to plop your boobs out and do all the crazy things and go out there because you're getting what you need at home. And this is as much speaking to men as it is to women. Men, if 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 you have a wife that feels the need to dress that way, maybe you need to take a look inside and say, am I doing what am I making her feel feel valued and beautiful and wanted or is she acting out because I'm not doing my job, right? Because it can go both ways, right? Um, you, you know, you, if you don't either going either way, if you don't value your spouse and and find them as attractive and beautiful, they will search for validation somewhere else, and and you have to be careful of that. And and I think that's why it's easy for me not to because I I don't really search for validation anywhere else, and I and I don't think my wife does. So, you know, it's just a it's very it's toxic, man. You're right, it's toxic. Well, the, but you can even look at um. And I have some my own uh, people I've known who look like magazine cover people get have relationships with magazine cover people, right? So you're thinking, well, those are beautiful, like those two people. I mean, how what what more could they want? And it never ends up well um, sometimes because even even when they're at that beauty level, when you put it like that, you it's it's because that 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 sort of focus leaves the inward stuff not developed and i'm not saying everybody who's like 
quote unquote attractive. But I'm just saying there's a lot of a lot of people who have this like sole focus on their in in physical appearance and that's how they make their money. What are they doing other than that, right? I mean, like you know, it. So, so th- this brings up too. Let me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, there's so much that I want to say, but I, I can't say too much of it because then I'll uh, go off on a rant. But I, I clicked on the search the other day, and this is really what triggered this whole this whole conversation. And I, uh, there was a clip, and it was this chick. All you saw was like the the legs and the heels and stuff and and I, I just happened to I read the text and it said like what would you want me to do if I was your or so I'm, imagine what I'll do if you if I was your wife or something right and if the first thought was well the one thing you would do if you were my wife is you wouldn't be doing this anymore yeah <laughs> I mean put some clothes on you know what <laughs> I'm saying like it's just like how what and um I, I don't know if that's a, is that it maybe is a thing where people are like doing that modeling stuff and looking for a, I don't know, a golden ticket. I don't know. Well, but it, it was just like, I was like, why, why, what, what, what possess you? What would, no, I don't, if you were my wife, you're mine. I mean, well, and I know that thing. sounds possessive, but I'm sorry, but that's, it's just like, I'm yours. Yeah. No, you the don't same. share me with anybody. I'm not going to, you're not getting shared with anybody but else. You got to understand too, that these people are hyper aware that there is an entire, segment of the male population that feels incapable of achieving either a quote-unquote hot girlfriend or quote-unquote a hot wife or quote-unquote a relationship in general and they feed off of that population of men but i think that population of men is directly affected by again you know you know I don't have the the specific specific statistics right now, but there has been a massive drop in testosterone and things like that over the last 30 years. And that I believe that that's the population they're after is those men that are convinced that they're not capable, you know, or they, or they're unable for, for whatever reason. And, you know, they, they're hoping they're not hoping to land on you and me. Right. We're, but they're going to it's it's kind of like shooting a shotgun. You're, you're going to shoot it. It's going to hit everywhere. You're just hoping that you hit in enough spots where you get enough responses. Right. Like so I you know, but, you know, foolish behavior begets foolish behavior. So the fool that goes on to the Internet and strips down to nothing and takes pictures and posts that and says, we who look at me is going to get the fool that legitimately thinks that that person wants to be. Well, that girl wants that girl wants me. Yeah, that's the thing. No, I mean, she I just, doesn't. I just she care less who you are. Who, why, why? Well, I'm look. It's the same way as like all. The, I, I think nowadays we're just inundated with spam. Mm-hmm. So this is like for me, it's another like spam. Dude, I'm I'm not trying to be crude, but I get a thousand emails a day, random emails about boners, about get help with your boner. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, and, and, and I've never once typed into the internet, help my boner guy thing, right? It's this, but, but if once you, it's that algorithm, that's why when you put in that information, it asks you your age, your, what you, your, your, are you a male or female or otherwise, right? Cause, cause as soon as you click male, you're going to start going into inboxes to get random information thrown at you. I, I would just say that like, 
A, if you're a guy and you are trying to be a better man or trying to be a man, it would be foolish to continue to look at all this nonsense and think that's okay. Yeah, it would. It's it's understandable that you would get wrapped up in it. So I don't have any like. Yeah, I don't want to shame anybody. No, right? no, no, like, no. I no. mean, that's that's what I mean. Uh, but but as a dude. The more you can get away from that type of stuff, the better off you're going to be, both physically and mentally. I yeah. mean, it is. It, it affects all kinds of things. So now we did mention some foolish activity. Yeah, I got one for you. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. The FAA announced today that according to their new DEI structure, that they need to hire more cripplingly mentally. Insane people, people with severe mental disorders working for the FAA. Come get some of that. I, 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 mm, uh, mm, I got nothing. That is just so ludicrous. That is so epically stupid. Yeah. That um, I can't even begin to calculate. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with that, bro. And also, several law enforcement agencies across the United States have been reported to have lowered the standard for recruitment to include repeat minor criminal offenders. Man, yeah. look, I don't, I don't even... I don't even know where to start with that. No, no but I mean, it, I don't. It doesn't even surprise me, though, dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's. I don't even know where to start with that. It's just maybe because they think they're minor offenders, they're not major offenders. I don't know what would be a minor offense. I don't though, know. You See, know? that's the thing is, there's no. It's this whole DEI thing, right? It's this whole, you know, equity and inclusion, diversity, equity, inclusion. Now we've gotten to the point where it's no longer about enough black people or white people or Asian people or Hispanic people. It's about enough crazy people, enough criminals, enough. Where does it stop? Like, where does it stop? It where does the you, foolishness? Ha ha. See, I got it in again. F where does the foolishness stop? I'll tell you where it stops. When you, you take up what um, Rand Paul said a long time ago, get rid of every single department known that there is in the government. Every yeah. single thing that has a department before it, yeah. gone. That'll get rid of it. You don't need it. It's stupid. Is there a department of everyone has lost their mind? Yeah, well, that one should stick around, apparently. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, literally, I like, understand. I'm seeing headlines, man, and it's, okay, so what we're talking about today, kind of the, if you haven't caught it already, the topic is foolishness, fools, foolish behavior, and I think one of the problem is, is, is I feel a lot of days like I wake up in a cartoon. Well, dude, anymore. I mean, right? but it's everywhere. I mean, it's. I guess okay. Let me say this. Okay, the more you focus on what's near and around you in your circle, the less crazy everything affects you. Yes. Okay. True. So I'll say that for me, I made a conservative choice years ago to not follow the media, mainstream media, to not read mainstream media, to not follow politics, except for just to know who I'm voting for and to see what's going on at the very, just a little bit about it. I, I, I only 
look at stuff just to know what's going on at the least, like the least amount possible. Everything else, no. Right yeah. now, you're going to see a lot of things because of everybody's connected now and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, in general, that's what I try to do. Yeah. And that has helped my mental state tremendously Um, because I'm not a fool. I'm, I can be a, at sometimes, but in general, it's, you know, if you give a damn foolish shit will just drive you insane, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, and the thing about it is, is, uh, you know. And if anybody and and I do pay attention to the majors, like I will look at the headlines at MSNBC and Fox News, and 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 let's be honest, 80th percentile of what they report has some factual basis. But what gets buried is these when they come out with the crazy stuff, the foolish stuff. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. Like Fox News reported today that the FAA, you know, I can. It's very, very much real and FAA recruiting applicants with severe intellectual psychiatric disabilities under DEI initiative. So I went in and I read and I researched and it is, it is the case. Like it's, and, and these are the things that drive me to the point of understand, I'm not understanding my world anymore. Right. Like I'm, I'm not trying to, like, I don't really pay attention to the news. I read headlines once a day and then I close it. I don't watch live news because that's just opinions. That's just people voicing their opinions. It's no longer news. The Walter Cronkites, Cronkites of the world are gone. It's propaganda. Right. It's propaganda. Right. So, but, you know, and there's as much ridiculous stuff on MSNBC as there is on Fox. So it's it's not me picking on one or picking on the other. They're all as just as one's just as bad as the other. Agreed. Right. But it, it's the, the the thing is, is we've gotten to this level of foolishness that just doesn't. It's literally like, like I'm living in a Scooby Doo cartoon. Like well, it how, really is. Okay, so let's. How would you define a fool, Brian? Uh, the way I would define a fool, a fool would be someone who neglects um, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual part of their life in an effort to be willfully ignorant. That would be how I would define a fool personally, right? Willful ignorance is a fool, right? But I don't know if it's okay. If you're willfully ignorant, if you think at any point in your life that you just know because you know, and you're just going to spout whatever it is that's running through your cracked out head and it's, and you're not going to do any research and you're not going to, chase things down and you're not going to follow up on them. What in the name of Pete? Okay. I wouldn't, you're a fool. That is, well, it is foolish, but I would say, I think there's some clarity that needs to be around that. Um, Lay it on me, dude. In order for let's say someone makes a belief choice. Uh, 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 this is going to be a, a worldview point that I'm going to okay. go down. Okay. They've, they've had to come up with that from something, either environmental, they read something, they're infected by the media, whatever. Right. Yes. So they've made a concerted choice that, that Hey, look, this is a, a perspective I, I'm, I'm, I'm down with. That's necessary. That's not necessarily foolish as it is. It's they're listening to the people that influences them and they've chosen that. Well, but I use you as an example, Reggie. I, I, I will disagree with you on that. And here's why well, I wasn't done yet, but okay. But, but here's why, but just on surface, I know your story. Yeah. When you decided 
to find faith, you researched. I did. You did the work. I did. Right? And you didn't make foolish decisions going down that road. But if your worldview, but maybe that's just me because I don't really, I keep my circle tight and small. So I don't really have a lot of outside influences pouring into my Okay, life. but this is, here's where I was going. Okay, right? I'm sorry. So, so someone who's inundated in the educational system and has followed that and, and like takes all that to heart and then follows all that stuff and is, is, is just consumes it, right? That's their influence. That's where they are. That's where their friends are. That's what everything are. They're not hearing. They've really not been shown a different opinion about anything else. That's just exposure to certain things. And that's what would, I don't particularly think that's foolish. I mean, I think that there's a lot of stuff that can be foolish there, but I'm saying that person is not necessarily a fool unless they get someone that speaks something that is not what they believe and they completely shut it off. Don't listen or whatever. I think that is where you come with. The, that's the fool part. Okay. Okay. Because you're, they've had an opportunity to see a different perspective to hear something and they've completely shut it out and neglect and just thrown it out the, like with the bathwater. Right. Yeah. So, cause that's what I mean. There's a lot of people. Here's why I say that. Cause there's a lot of people right now in 2024 who haven't been in a circle where there's anything but the but foolishness yeah. yeah i mean and i'm not saying that it isn't foolish i'm just saying classifying someone as a fool who hasn't been like or who hasn't been like really in that circle to know any better it's just ignorance at that point yeah. you know what i'm saying there's a difference between ignorance and foolishness ignorance is you just don't know Right, you you just don't know. Foolish is just like you just you, you don't care. You don't. It's you're just making a choice not yeah, I'm to. Just know. buying in regardless, right? Yeah. yeah it's just, you're, you're well, just, and that's why I said you know willful ignorance is, is I know. a fool, right? But I just want to make sure that there's a there is a difference between ignorance, stupidity, and foolishness. Well, I, you know, I watched a documentary earlier this week, um, and this is kind of where. You know, I, when we when we decided we were going to talk about this, I kind of inundated myself into some things that I really wanted to because I really wanted to see this through. Right. Because okay. this has been I've mentioned this to you before. This has been an important subject to me because part of my journey as a Christian who was influenced by one of my one of the people in my life that I do allow to have influence was I need one of the things that I need to know is to make sure that I'm not being a fool in what I believe and. And right, I need to yeah. know and understand what a fool is, right? So that I don't ever fall into those behaviors. Um, but, you know, I watched, have you ever heard of the Mother God cult? The lady no. that wound up in Colorado, she called herself Mother God. She wound up with a bunch of followers. All right, so this is where I struggle. Common sense would tell me if you're saying something nutty, then it's nutty. So this is what she told these people. She said, hey, um, I want you to know that I'm the mother God and I am funneling all the energy for 8 billion people so that God can, so that the Galactics can hear it. Would you like to know who the Galactics were? I would love to know. Um, Carol Burnett, Robin Williams, to name a few, just celebrities, right? Um, and she very obviously and poorly photoshopped her into a picture of all these Galactics. And all of these people who were successful people or came from good families 
bought this garbage hook, line, mm. and sinker. So much so that they are still practicing it today after Mother God died. She's God, right? God don't die. She's Mother God, man. So after Mother God died, this, and I'm going to say exactly what I think, this merry band of fools is still trying to convince people that even though their deity is dead and gone and no more in power, that this is the right path to follow. So, all right, Reggie, I'm at home and you knock on my door and you say, hey, sir, would you like to hear the good news? Sure. Well, I'm Father God and I talk to the Galactics, which are dead celebrities who are telling me that I am the father God and I am going to funnel all the energy. I would probably call the sheriff and be like, you need to come pick this dude up because he's obviously either inebriated or crazy. But, but yeah. And I would say, yeah, crazy beyond a doubt. So, so, but that's where my thing is, is I've been kind of in this all week long and we live in a world where people say, the most obviously broken things and they are bought hook, line and sinker. I can turn into a woman, Reggie. I am a I, cat. I know. It, it, I, and, and, it, and, and we all go, sure you are. <laughs> what? What? Sorry, man. It just, I, I, it, this one's been, this one's, I get emotional about this because I just don't understand. I can't even begin to piece the puzzle together in a way that would make sense. One of the, um, I forgot which philosopher now. Socrates. Socrates. No, no. I, I don't remember. Um, okay. the, the more wisdom you have, the more miserable you feel. <laughs> Um, and I, I really find that, um, on par, I guess. Yeah. But, but that's, a, I guess where I, I come from. Okay. Let me go back to this. Okay. The same way that someone calls himself mother God and then looks at you and you say, that's nutty would be the, is the same way nowadays that if you say, Hey, there's a savior, he was born, you know, uh, 2000 over 2000 years ago and blah, blah, blah. And, um, they would say you're nutty. Right. So there's a perspective that comes along with a, an opinion of being a fool. Um, and so I think you have a lot of culture and society right now who really thinks a certain people or this or that is foolish or ignorant or there's any number of things. And then you have another side who's thinks the same thing back and you have people in between. It, this is, this is where I'm going is that what's missing is that there's no actual discussion that Absolutely. is fruitful hundred percent in any of it anymore. 100%. So, so you, you don't like there's, in my opinion, if you're intelligent at all, you should be able to have a conversation with someone with a different viewpoint and not just say you're 
evil or you are this or you're that. 100%. You could just talk about things. Yep. That when I grew up, we could do that. Yeah. Right now, though, and this, I think this really comes from social media, to be honest. I mean, because it, it seems like whenever that, whenever like Facebook, MySpace, all that stuff um, came around, it just seemed like that, that kind of discourse and that kind of thinking just flew out the window. And it was like, now all of a sudden you can go online and say a bunch of nonsense that is because you're online. Which is another, you know, you know, my wife and I were talking about this. I think another, uh, cross section of fools are keyboard warriors. Oh God, for sure. Um, it is fools for sure. And, but I think they're, they're, so this is this is where I'm going. A fool does not know they are a fool. Yeah. Okay. So so let's let's part of that. You know, they're willfully ignorant or willfully combative against the reality in which they live in, mm-hmm. and also willfully ignorant about that they are willfully ignorant. Right. Yeah. So so you have this in the, I, I don't have no idea how to break that cycle to be fair well i don't think i honestly <laughs> i think this all started and honestly if you want to track this back reggie it goes back to the whole snowflake syndrome right well i that would was say the beginning the, right the institutions are where this the educational institutions are where the the mindset of words or violence and all this stuff comes and, and all that comes from marxism yeah and Marxist, I mean, like, look, this is all Marxist nonsense. So, so all the woke ideology, all that stuff. Yeah. It, it all comes from there. And it was all, and even in the Institute, the Institute we all, we know, and I've said this before, it, the KGB infiltrated our institutions yeah. in the cold war. They did. And they wanted to, they wanted to lessen America. So yeah. they said, how can we do that? Let's do this. I mean, look, that's, that's, it's documented. It's not like I'm saying anything. It isn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I you know you look, know we're coming dangerously close to getting one of those warnings from YouTube. We already did, by the way. Did we really? We're, our advanced features were turned off. I have no idea what that meant, but we got an email saying our advanced. What is our advanced features? I don't know. I just kept. Why waiting. did Why did they turn off our advanced? Features? I don't know. But I could post. I could still post the last video. That's what I was waiting on to see if I could post it, and like wouldn't that be? And it did. So I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's what we get for telling the truth. Yeah, well, I don't know, but. You know, but anyway, but anyway, um, a neat fact for all you biblical dudes and dudettes out there. Did you know, Reggie, that fools or foolishness is mentioned approximately 360 times in the New and Old Testament? I did know that, actually. Isn't that crazy? I, it is very crazy. Obviously, somebody's trying to drive a point home. There are different... Um, there's a lot of them that use the same root word, but there are some of them that have different Greek or Hebrew that is translated to fool. But um, in general, it kind of means the same thing. So but just just to get really dorky with it. Now you got it. Now, you know, I got to After this is done, I'm going to go research what advanced features are in YouTube and I why know, they get turned off. Um, so so let me say this, though. Uh, Proverbs, though, is like the book is is, is a book for wisdom. Yes, okay. and it's got a lot about fools in it. Well, that's what that's what I mean. Like, if you think about a fool, if uh, foolish and wise, those are antithesis, right? Yeah. Antithetical, I should say, right to each other. So, the more wise you are, the less foolish you are. <laughs> Proverbs is a way to look at things and say, "Hey, look, 
Here's how to not be a fool. Here's how to be wise. He also, you know, cautions a lot about, or he, I should say, there's a lot of different, they still don't know verifiably who the author was, but um, anyway, the, look, it's just, there is a lot of foolishness. And I would say, um, I think a lot of mental capacity is shrank, to be honest. Um, I don't, I don't know, but, but also too, I gotta, I gotta like strongly <sighs> caution our discussion here mm-hmm. to say that I think neither of us are like actually, um, in a circle that has a lot of 20 somethings has a lot of, you know, like a vast number of differences, you know, like I, we have some friends, of course, that are ethnicities and everything else, but we're at that age where most of our people we talk to and everything are older, you know? So I just wonder, like, if I spent some time with some 20 somethings, what what would I think? And I, you know, obviously I've been around them. I'm not saying that, but I'm not engaged closely with anybody right now who's in the 20 somethings. No, I'm not either. Well, I take that back. I, I do have one or two at my job that I'm engaged with, right? As far as just daily discourse. And thank, thankfully, they're very common sense driven people that I appreciate, right? But just, just so you know, I, I do feel like, you know, I talked about the Fox News. I do want to put this up there. Uh, WDPE.com nation worldwide is a news channel reported that the president, Jason Johnson of the law enforcement legal defense fund says that the changes, including in helping boost law enforcement are as follows, getting rid of college requirements, changing the standards for prior drug use, changing the standards for prior criminal activity, having a criminal record and eliminating physical agility testing. So I want people to know that I'm not just pulling this stuff out of my keister, right? Like this is not me just, you know, imagining. Well, okay. Things. So you have two, you have a couple things here with law enforcement. One yeah. is that it's people have fled from that profession. Oh, absolutely. If in, in droves, right. Um, like, and, and I want to say something big shout out to good, solid police officers, first responders. I love all of you. I have utmost respect for you. Right. I, I, no, you talk to anybody that knows me, Reggie, you know me. I have nothing but respect for law enforcement, nothing but respect for fire, firefighters, you know, EMTs. You're, you're fantastic. So okay, let's just preface that. I, I want to, along with that story, why that's also spot on for what I would assume would go on. Um, they want to, they want the law enforcement to be dumbed down and not as capable. Yeah. So there's, there's two things here. One, I'm not a big fan of the over militarization of the police force. That me either. No. Okay. But I'm also, I don't want a bunch of dumb people running around trying to solve crime. That just makes no sense. But the, the, you know, the courts ruled that police officers don't have to put their life in danger for you. Yeah, that's all that they don't have to do that. So, but a lot of the law enforcement people have, they have a sense of duty and honor. So they want to, they do that for sure. They they do that. However, where I think that is pointing to and where I think it's would logically following what that particular perspective wants to go is where police officers will just, they'll, a crime is happening. 
even if the cop were to show up or whoever, they'll watch what's going on, wait until it's done, and then they'll come up and get any inv- anything they could like scratch notes or whatever after it's all said and done, and they're, well, where they will not be in danger. That's where I foresee. That's what that points to is a lack of because physical agility. They're not going to be running after anybody. Yeah, they're not going to try to chase. They're not going to be like throwing anybody on the ground who's violent or stopping somebody or anything like that. So in other words, they're just trying to make the law enforcement people just be just the sheep, just like everybody else. As far as the drug thing goes, do you think that coincides with the attempt to legalize drug use, allowing people, people with, you know, provable prior drug See, but I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the drug use, dude. Well, I do. It depends. Like, right, like, I don't want somebody who was hopped up on heroin or addicted to oxy. That stuff jacks with your brain chemistry. No, I, I, I understand your ability that. to make, even after you're off of it. Yeah. That alters you, man. I don't I, look, dude, I get it. Glad you're off of it. Glad you're doing your thing. But I don't want you out there where you're going to have to make like crack decisions but see, quickly that's where that's pointing to though they won't make crack i know decisions. but you know what i'm saying right like i don't want you out there under all the pressure there is i'm just saying look, me depending on the dude that had a few too many yeah. oxys and ain't thinking straight look uh, anyway a, a traditional police officer no i would say that's absolutely insane who's protect and serve yeah that kind of police officer hell no i don't want be hopped up on anything what they're talking about here though is, is not your traditional law no it's definitely pointing to like they don't even carry a gun don't even i mean they probably don't i mean none of that stuff right yeah just go on that's what i'm saying they'll be completely stepped away from the actual criminal activity where they're not stopping anything they're just investigating after it happens yeah that's what's but that's that's a problem though i think we you know being a police officer doesn't pay well it's not it like that's not. a high-paying no, job anyway. It is not. It is. Although yeah. I will say that, you know, if you look at state troopers and stuff like that, their average pay has gone up in an attempt to try to bring more people, more officers in. It still ain't enough. But I mean, like, look, even, even I don't care. So I guess I'm. Well, here's what I'm saying. Like, no, I don't agree with that. With those stipulations or whatever. But I, you know, I I just think that that's a, just an, another piece of a of a puzzle for what they kind of want the country to be. Yeah. You know, it's in like this, this, when you have people who say words are violence. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No. You know, I mean, you obviously have never been in a violent altercation. Then if you think if that, you think that words are violence. Yeah. You, you obviously never been there. Words can proceed violence. And they will, if you come at me in the right way. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, no. There is no violence in speech. No. I mean, it's just there no get me wrong, there's ugly speech, right? Like there's speech that It's hurtful. It's hurtful. But but you can choose to ignore yeah, the speech. Yeah. But that Someone also jacks comes, you in the face, you ain't going to ignore that. That also comes with the responsibility of freedom of speech. If you really want to be free to say what you want to say, then the other guy has to be free to say what he wants to exactly. say. Exactly. Right? You, you can't, can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. So no, speech is not violence. So so look, here's the, about being a fool and everything. Here's the deal: there is a reality that we live in. Okay, if you choose something counter to reality, 
you are a fool. Let me just say that clear as day. The, there are certain things that are true and that exist that are real. And if you insist on doing things counter to that, it's not. If your definition of those is from a changed textbook in the last 20 years, or if it's from a professor or from some psychology today newsletter kind of bullshit, it's probably foolish nonsense. And it's probably led for a, it's a propaganda for a certain purpose. Anyway, there you go. Okay. Well, I think this would be interesting to do. And I'm going to give you the psychologytoday.com definition of what foolish is. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. Foolish people are self-involved, overly optimistic regarding their own views, and unable to see their own vulnerabilities. They assume they already know all that needs to be known. Foolish individuals are apathetic, indifferent to other groups, ethical concerns, and the common good, and they are unimaginative and dogmatic. Okay, some of that, sure. Some, some of, of that, that, sure. No. Okay, but here's the the kicker. Let me get to it here. According to Romans one twenty eight in the Bible, the word fool doesn't signify a person that's ignorant. The word fool used in the context means a person that is wicked and has reprobate mind. Romans one twenty eight: the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Reprobate. How would you find reprobate? How would I define reprobate? Uh, You don't know off the top of your head. Okay, that's fine. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, that's, that's something I'll have to think about. Okay, you have the... You have a phone. Yeah, but I don't want I don't want to be like, hey, let let Google define reprobate for me. Well, I no, mean, I, mean, like, I know what the word means, but if you're asking me for a definition, I'm okay. Well, how would you define reprobate? Okay, let's re- go that way. Reprobate is basically like almost like if you think about it like a a, um, a low life uh something like something like that. I was going to say a, an underhanded person. Well, that, I mean, yeah, but it's kind of that way. Okay. Yeah. Low life kind of person that you think about that scum. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Okay. Which could be have all kinds many of subcategories. Yeah. I mean, right. I but I, this is I, I had actually I did have some things, <laughs> but it's on my phone, which is what we're recording the episode on. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Sorry, because that was one of them that I, I looked up because there was a commentary uh, that had really good. Th- anyway, um, you know the thing about. I, I try to be wise. I, I guess for here, here's breaking all this. It's important to be and, and it's important to seek wisdom. It's important to, to understand what that even means. Because at the end of the day, you can, it's easy to get caught up in things of the world because they're alluring. It's not like anything uh, that you, that would catch you like that wouldn't be, but, you know, the hard part is deciding and truly trying to be wise every day. Yeah. You know, well, so, and, and wisdom encompasses a lot too. I think to be a wise person, you have to be thoughtful. You have to seek knowledge on the thing with which you are trying to discern at that point. Well, let's, let's clarify. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Yes. Okay. So you're talking about it's, that that assumes that you have knowledge. Yeah. Right? So you've you've done your work, homework, whatever it is to make sure you know something. You take that knowledge and you're applying it in the best way possible. Okay? So that's the the foolish part is that they a fool could <laughs> 
could have no knowledge and could make a choice to do whatever they want because they have no basis for anything. You know, a what I'm fool saying? could have all the knowledge and choose to blatantly ignore it. Exactly. They're either, that's where I was going. Either way, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, that's 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 the idea. What one thing I think is with, that we're missing from wisdom, if you really want to not be a fool, is the ability to listen, not just speak. Okay. There's a, there's, there is definitely a skill set of listening that a lot of, man, a lot of people don't, don't have. Um, and it's something I've really worked on <laughs> trying to be that person who listens first, comprehends it before I open my mouth and say something. Well, I think that's why you and I have been successful in, in our lives probably in, the, in, in discussing with people because look, man, you know, I've met many a foolish person. I've met many a wise person. Have they, has the wise person always been wise because they were in line with me? No, but there is wisdom in the way they've pursued what they've pursued. They've, they've sought knowledge and sought to apply knowledge. Right. And is every foolish person out of line with me? I've met many a foolish Christian, right? Like a like they, oh God, they, they have the knowledge that, that God wants them to have and they do not use it or apply it at all. So so the, so just to be clear, we're not picking on or saying one's greater than the other in the sense of everybody has to agree with me to be wise. What we're saying is, you know, if you know something, if you truly know something, and you don't have the ability to apply it, do you actually know it? Because most things that you know and have studied, you're going to study the application of it as well, right? So you're right. I, I would agree with you in what you just said. Absolutely. You know, it's foolish not to subscribe and like and comment on this video. I thought you were going to say Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think I was going to say Crocs? I don't know, dude. I've seen more people in nine degree weather wearing Crocs with no socks. Are you people cracked? I don't know. That's kind of sounds like something I would do really. But yeah, but I mean like, like, like they wearing them like they were supposed to, like they were going to the beach. You're not going to the beach, man. I, I do going I, to the JC I, again. I'm, I'm a polar bear, bro. So I don't really, it's not going to bother me. Yeah. But you're, you're a big guy and you, you're warm blooded, man. You know, actually I, I used to have a Croc thing. I used to, wear Crocs a lot. Um, but, uh, they, they're, they're super comfortable, mm -hmm. but I didn't, I didn't like how they, and they always made my feet sweat like a lot. Well, they are like non breathable, like foam. I know, but they're very, I mean, they are comfortable as all get out, but like, I just, I just didn't like that part. So I still have, I still have some Crocs. I never understood the whole, let's put little, Little decorations on our Crocs. Well, I didn't understand that either. But yeah. you know. like they just, you know. Speaking of shit, though, I did get a new pair of my moccasins. Though I, think. I was admiring those from a distance. Yeah. I like those. Those are very. Uh, I ordered them from um, Etsy. Got the, the place is Kings Trail Leather, and they they actually you measure your foot and do all this stuff, and you said and they, and this is what I wear around the house, man. This is it. So Dude, they get they get a lot of wear. You are so like. You're like a, you're like eclectic in so many ways. Oh God, yeah, Royal, do you ain't? It's awesome. I am weird. You guys got to understand. 
So Reggie we- and I could not stand on further ends of the spectrum as far as how we do things. I am a tennis <laughs> shoe, sweatpants, t-shirt guy. Reggie is wearing some moccasins and some overalls, and he's wearing a cool hat, and he's just chilling. And I aspire to be more like him because I, although I am always comfortable, right? Like I, I strive for comfort. And well, I mean, look, here's the deal. I, I, I'm hanging out here. I, I, I just love overalls. I always have. Like, it's just, it's just something about uh, the, the utility, the durability, the, 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 you know, my pants aren't obviously going to fall down. You know, I don't have to worry about anything. It's, it's. Because of my body shape, I always had trouble with a belt. So I've, always, I've like mm-hmm. always been a suspenders guy. So like when I wear suits for work, it's always, I don't have a, I wear the suspenders. suspenders. And usually it's a, a three piece. I don't like, yeah. I usually have a three piece suit. I don't like a. You like a vest. Yeah. I like a, I really like a vest. I, I don't, for some Do reason. Do you like a Parisian, like shiny material vest underneath? It depends, man. I mean, like the, most of what I have right now is like, just, it's like darker earth colored stuff my wife when when i was gonna uh be the officiant for the wedding that i was in um i had to buy a suit i was so lost i, I haven't owned i haven't worn dress clothes more than once oh, in the man. last three years dude. There's, there's nothing like a good suit though dude i mean but a good suit costs money though too so it's like phew. i bought a jc penny suit it's okay man it's all right and um, the jacket is a little bigger, but I'm wider across the shoulders. So unfortunately, unless I have a suit tailored, it's going to have a bunch okay. of room in the jacket. Here's 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 what I'll tell you though. Always have a suit tailored. Yeah, but that's expensive, dude. You can buy off I'm the rack, skate. but take it to a tailor and have them customize it for you. There's people that'll do that. I mean, the pants fit perfect, but I need the jacket sort of. Yeah. To not I, be so, I have an I have to get an athletic fit as well. Is you wouldn't assume that because of the, but it is because the way uh, I'm, I'm I'm still like a triangle even at to the, the shoulder day. though, man. It's the shoulders. Yeah. So so there's some there's some online stuff that'll do uh, custom tailored suits, right? So you you they you send them the measurements or whatever, and they'll make you a custom. I'm I'm debating doing that actually, just because I really want to try it. And I got I got like some things I'm gonna need a. A, a suit for and i i do have some but i gotta go get my suit taken in then i gotta find somebody that can do that yeah for they me. can they can do that bro i mean it's like not, a, somebody it's not hook us. me up yeah dude. all right hook it so, so look um we we hope that everyone chooses to be more wise tomorrow than they are today mm-hmm. we hope that they turn back on our advanced options i don't even know dude i mean i don't know I That's just got okay. an email and I just kind of. Did I you looked, read the email? As I did, why? but it it doesn't say why, bro. It's, 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 Does it say we're being reprimanded? No, it just it says, says hey, uh, blah blah blah, inactivity or community guidelines or whatever. And it just says we and, and it, that's, it doesn't really you get and it, there's like no way to even discern. No, nice. It's it's, it's asinine, dude. Yeah, well, you know, is what it is. So here, here, lack of our advanced features. We hope you are well. I hope you well. And uh, like like Reggie said, like, subscribe, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, argue, talk, whatever, you know, chat us up. We appreciate you listening. We're R&B Talks. See you later. later.